This is In the Zone, your home for Salina Sports Talk. High school sports, Kansas Wesleyan and Bethany, KU, K-State, and Wichita State. Wait, is there anything these guys don't cover? You're in the zone. Welcome back to In the Zone on Sports Radio 1150 KSAL. I'm Jackson Schneider. Tonight... Plenty of high school basketball action coming for you. So to preview that a little bit, we've got some preview interviews with the Salina Central basketball coaches. Both of their teams will head down south to take on the Goddard Lions. So first off, we'll visit with head basketball coach Chris Fear of the Central Girls and follow that up with Ryan Modine. These interviews again from our pregame show that will air right here on 1150 KSAL coming up in just a little bit as well. Welcome back into the Freddy's and Mocha's pregame show. I'm Jackson Schneider, joined now by the head girls basketball coach at Salina Central, Chris Fear. And Coach Fear, another great win for your team on Tuesday night, and things just keep clicking in the right direction, but another tough task as well tonight against Goddard. Yeah, uh, we. Uh, I, I thought a little sluggish in, uh, in the first half the other night, but um, played much better in the second half, and uh, but you're right. We've got a we got a huge test in front of us tonight, and uh, uh, looking forward to it. Certainly, uh, you know, playing a good team and playing them on the road, and um, you know, we we're, we're going to be tested. And I think that's a really good thing for our team. And when you look at this team, I mean, it seems like the the younger players we've talked a, a few times have really come into their own over the last few weeks. And we got a really good opportunity on Tuesday night to see a lot of them for an extended period of time. And when you get them that opportunity to come in and get real minutes and real repetitions in a varsity contest, how valuable is that moving forward when you can get some of those underclassmen into some more action? Well, um, it's an incredibly important thing. And, uh, you know, you need to develop – depth um you know you just never know what's going to happen and uh we've been dealing with um you know some uh some illness and so forth this week and and i don't quite know if we're going to be at full strength for the game tonight so um you know i mean that's you're hopeful that uh uh, you know if you're not or you have things that um you you get foul trouble or injuries or whatever the case may be that you know, if you've developed that depth um, or those, you know, those players have gotten an opportunity that uh, they're going to feel comfortable and that they're going to be able to produce uh, when you really need them. And for those that you, you do have that are, are typically in your, your main rotation, I mean, if you are missing a piece here and there and you have a player that you can kind of patch in and keep things rolling, what does that say about this group and the continuity that they have to be able to perform regardless of, of who's on the floor and what combination of ladies you have at, out on the, the floor at any given time? Well, I think, uh, you know, the other day we were actually having a little conversation before practice and um, – you know, one of our sophomores mentioned just about how comfortable they, and they were they were complimenting the upperclassmen um, because they they feel just really comfortable out there on the floor, and 
much more so than when they were freshmen. And, and I think there's multiple reasons for that, a year of experience. But, um, you know, our upperclassmen have done a great job of, of accepting um, everybody who's in our program. And we, we really pull, um, you know, for each other. And uh, so I think that that was, that, that was really telling. I was happy to hear that. And, and if, if they're confident and they're comfortable out there and they know that their teammates are um, have their back, uh, I think that makes things a lot easier and allows allows them to play and have success. And so uh, that that was really fun for me as the coach to hear. And again, we're joined by Chris Fear, the head girls basketball coach, Salina Central. Coach, can you give us a little bit of a scouting report tonight of what we can look forward to against this Goddard squad? Well, I tell you what, Goddard is is one of the most improved teams in the state, and um, Macy James uh, is. She's their best player. She makes the whole thing go, and they have they've really played around her uh, very well. They've got some size. Uh, they'll play some multiple defenses. They go rebound hard, um, and they've won a lot of close games. They they've been in a lot of a lot of low scoring games, um, and so uh, you know they're going to play hard. They're going to battle. And, uh, you know, we need to execute and, and make sure that, uh, that we do a good job of kind of team defense against James. And that's going to be a, uh, it's gonna be a tough task for us, but uh, it's something we're going to have to execute if we want to have success. And then on, on your end, are there anything specific that you, that you want to see out of your team tonight, maybe um, to better attack this Goddard defense and, and the things that they're going to try to do to slow you down. What are you looking for specifically out of your ladies? Well, I think, excuse me, some of the things that, you know, we need to make sure that, you know, one of the things we want to do is we want to run and we want to get in transition. That's we're we're probably best offensively when we're doing that. And, uh, and to get there, you gotta, you know, get a couple different ways. You can force some turnovers or, uh, you know, make sure that your defensive rebounding effectively. And I think that that's going to be a challenge for us tonight. I think their uh, Goddard might be end up being a little bit bigger than we are. And uh, so that's going to be a, something we're going to have to just be super aggressive on the board. Uh, and then if we can get out in transition and get some open shots and, you know, maybe get some shots before they set up their zone. And, uh, you know, th- those are things that I'm kind of looking for from our group. But it's, it, we got a veteran team. And, uh, you know, we've been in these battles before, so uh, we're certainly going to be excited for it. But uh, we need to execute and play well to have a chance to win. All right, Coach Chris Fear, good luck tonight. We appreciate your time. Okay, thanks a lot, Jackson. Welcome back into the Freddy's and Mocha's pregame show. I'm Jackson Schneider, joined now by the head boys basketball coach at Salina Central, Ryan Modine. And coach, a, a tough one on Tuesday night, but I was really encouraged by the fight that I saw in your team. They got down big early and fought back, made it a close game. Just Can you take me through what you saw as a coach from Tuesday night? Yeah, you know, it's... Uh... You know, we we can play really good basketball when we, uh, you know, do do the little things and and play with a lot of energy. And I think that's just just so key with us throughout this year is the inconsistency sometimes in our energy and and our focus when we're, uh, you know, 
going through a, a tough, a tough opponent. And, um, you know, we were really, we had, um, some, uh, some moments there where we were really bad. And then obviously we had some moments where we were really good, but, you know, you got to put it together for four quarters. So, um, I mean, there was stuff, there's, you know, obviously a silver lining in that, but, uh, overall just didn't play very well. And, um, I, I think we'll bounce back. In looking at tonight's challenge, you have to go back on the road and take on a team in Goddard that has struggled a little bit to start this season, but I feel like this is a team that's a little bit underrated because of their record, and I think that they have a lot of nice pieces. So can you tell us about the challenge you're going to face this evening? Yeah, I mean, they're they're much improved, I think, over the you know last year and uh, the previous few years just because um, – they're probably a better defensive team than they've been in a while, um, and a little more structured. They uh, they run uh, an offense that's different. They uh, a lot of screens, and uh, you know you got to stay with them and and all that. They're probably a more you know they're more limited offensively than than the teams you're going to see. But you know all it takes is one hot night, you know, to to go out there and um, get your offense going. And you know we faced them last year, and uh, you know I had to. They took us to overtime and we barely got out of it. So, you know, you just can't assume anything. But, yeah, they're underrated in the idea that because of kind of what they've been in the last few years, um, you can't take that for granted. They Again, I think they're better specifically on the defensive side. And with this one coming before a really tough week next week where you'll play three games in three days, how important is it to jump into the SIT with momentum and get a win tonight heading into it? I mean, it's it's key just to get wins, you know, but it's obviously going into a week like we're going to have um, just to get to playing good basketball, win or lose, you know, you want to be playing good basketball and, you know, you never, you never want to lose, but if you do, you want to, you want to play well. And so I thought last week was, you know, two games that didn't end up the way we wanted them to, but they were totally different in in how they went. Um, So I want to get back to playing good basketball, you know, tough half court, you know, defense, getting transition, um, run a good motion game where the ball doesn't stick and, um, you know, the guys are being more disciplined. But And I think, you know, when we do those kind of things, then you'll see the offense get better. And that's what's happened with us. When we've had games and where we're doing the, the, the little things on offense, we're moving the ball and we're not holding it and dribbling around too much, then you're seeing us be more proficient offensively. And when we get undisciplined and we force stuff and one guy's trying to do everything, you're seeing us not shoot very well. So that that's what really what we need to get back to tonight. And when you look at tonight's challenge, what's the key to getting off to a quick start and, and trying to avoid that early hole that we've seen a few times, Doug, especially on, on Tuesday night? Uh, well, I think I think the easiest thing to do is to go out and, uh, you know, I think regardless if you get the jump or you don't get the jump, just jump, jump on them on defense. You know, really ramp up the pressure, be communicating, be vocal, um, you know, don't rest there and, uh, you know, don't try to take any shortcuts. And if you can, you know, do that, um, I, and I think we can get in the transition with that. You know, where we've been really good this year is when we've been able to get deflections, we know to get steals and run the court. And, and when we haven't, um, it's, it's, it's been a tough, I mean, not tough night, but it's just, we struggle a little bit because then you're so dependent upon, you know, hitting threes and, and making sure you're, you're shooting hot. And, you know, so transition, I think, make your offense all that much better because you're shooting high, high percentage shots. And, um, and, and we've, we've been emphasizing that from the start, you know, get out on, get out on defense and that'll help you offensively. All right. Coach Ryan Modine ahead of tonight's challenge against the Goddard Lions coach. Thanks so much for your time as always. And good luck.
All right, thank you. From the Next Tech Wireless Studio, this is In the Zone on Sports Radio 1150 KSAL with myself, Jackson Schneider. And joining us live from the middle of nowhere, Arkansas, James Wessling on his way down to Conway this weekend uh, for another big-time broadcasting gig because he is hitting it big time. <laughs> well, a uh, couple things wrong with that statement. Number one, I'm nowhere close to big time. Uh, number two, it's middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, at the moment, Jackson. Oh, okay. We're cruising through the cruising through the Sooner State, uh, getting closer to my destination. So you're about in Sam's neck of the woods, then. You should have taken him with you. Yeah, actually, I go through Sam's hometown uh, every time I come down here, the thriving metropolis of Muldrow, Oklahoma. But uh, they are getting a huge travel stop. I don't think it's a Bucky's, but I think it's going to be a Love's or something pretty big that they're excited about down here. Well, it'd be, wouldn't it be pretty uh, sacrilegious if they built a Bucky's in the state of Oklahoma? Isn't that just a Texas thing? Well, I think they're coming to Kansas. Is is Maybe it's Kansas or Missouri. It might actually be Missouri. But they are branching off into another state. So uh, Bucky's is expanding. If that's true, I will I will write letters, I will make phone calls, I'll do whatever I have to do to get a Bucky's here in Salina because it is ridiculous. I we've talked about this before, but I will I would die for Bucky's. Yeah, it's basically it it reminds me of like the an Amazon warehouse of travel stops. It's just it's <laughs> way too unnecessarily big. It's really it's more like a grocery store slash shopping center that also happens to have gas they, they do have everything that you would need yeah they do and that's yeah, why i want it i want more of this it would be dumb to not want that in your life but that's okay you know what else is dumb not liking playoff football but we're not in that boat and we've got plenty of it on tap this weekend james so let's talk about some of that there's plenty of great games, but I want to know what game you're looking forward to the most outside of the Chiefs game, of course, because we knew about that one. But other than that, what's the most highly anticipated game for you this weekend, and, and why should we look forward to it? That's a great question because there are a lot of games that I'm really excited about. I think probably the game that, that I think has potential to be the best is the, the Cowboys and the 49ers because there are so many things that these teams do that cancel one another out. Um, Dallas has been terrible uh, in in defending the run. The 49ers are one of the best teams in the NFL on offense, rushing the football. But on the flip side, Jimmy Garoppolo is the worst quarterback in the NFL under pressure, and the Dallas Cowboys are fourth in the league in pressure rate. So there's a lot of contrasting styles when it comes to that matchup. I think that could be the best game of the bunch. But for me personally, I'm also really excited about the Raiders and the Bengals just to see if the Bengals can kind of get over the the hump of winning a playoff game. I think they're the more talented team. But they, uh, if you account for injuries, an injury-adjusted strength of schedule, they have the worst in the NFL. 
So they beat some really bad, depleted teams to get to where they're at outside of the Chiefs. That was really their only quality win. So I want to see if the Bengals are for real. And the Raiders are hot, and they're kind of playing with house money. So I think that that, that could be a really, really good game as well. I completely agree. I Actually, I'm not sure who's going to win that Raiders-Bengals game because – like literally in my life, I think those two teams have a combined one playoff win, maybe two. So I have no idea what to expect now that they're both in the playoffs. Uh, but that's definitely up there for me. And and with that being really the first game of the playoff weekend, I'm excited to start it off that way. But the game that I'm the most excited for outside of Kansas City and Pittsburgh is the New England Patriots and the Buffalo Bills, because we've already seen those two teams play twice, and both games were interesting in their own way because the first game we talked about had all the crazy weather, and it was a Monday night game with the 50s, 60-mile-an-hour winds, and one team couldn't pass for half the game, and then the other, when they flipped sides, the other team couldn't hardly pass, so the Patriots just grounded and pounded, and it was a low-scoring game. But then when they went to Foxborough, the offenses both exploded, but the Bills took over late and won, I think, by two scores. So I'm not sure what to expect between these two teams in the playoffs, but I think the Bills are the better team overall. But I'm not counting out Bill Belichick at all because of what he's done in the postseason, uh, especially uh, over the last several years. And now, without Tom Brady, he's going to have to find a way to do it with a, a young rookie quarterback. But I'm still just eerily optimistic that this Patriots team is going to win and and pull off a couple of remarkable victories in this playoffs run. So to me, that's that's the most intriguing storyline and, and the most intriguing game. But how, how do you feel about the, the Patriots and the Bills? Yeah, I think I think that until the Patriots kind of slid into the playoffs, uh, that game would have been higher on my list of, of games to watch for me. Um, I, I am in agreement with you that I think the Bills are definitely the better team. Uh, the New England Patriots are, are another example of a team that actually played a really weak schedule, uh, injury-adjusted, you know. So, you know, they, uh, they don't really have any quality wins on their resume outside of the win in Buffalo when, as you noted, it was uh, once-in-a-lifetime playing conditions. Now, this weekend in Buffalo, the high for the day is six degrees with a wind chill well below zero. So it's not going to be warm by any means, but there's no snow in the forecast. It is supposed to be a little bit windy, but nothing even close to what we saw in that regular season matchup up there. So I, I will be surprised if the Bills don't actually win this game by a touchdown or two. I just think that they're that much better, and I think we saw that in that second matchup in the regular season. James, did you see what Bart Scott said yesterday? Um, yeah, I think I saw the headline about uh, using some medication to keep the blood flowing. I, I believe I'm on the right track there. You you did. You you were right on. Yeah, Bart Scott suggested that Josh Allen should take Viagra before the game to keep the blood flowing. Uh, because of how cold it's going to be, and he thinks that it will genuinely help him uh, 
and the Bills, for that matter, win against the Patriots because of all the weather and in the cold and everything. And I have never before in my life heard of this theory, but apparently this isn't that out of the box. And Bart, Bart Scott said he wasn't trying to be funny and he was totally genuine when he was suggesting it because apparently a lot of NFL players several years ago used to do this fairly regularly. So I don't know. Is it worth a try? No, I, I actually 100% believe him when he says he wasn't trying to be funny and he was um, actually trying to give Josh Allen a piece of advice because this is something that I believe has probably been done before many times in the NFL. NFL players do really weird things, just about anything, to give them a competitive advantage. Uh, Another thing that a lot of NFL players do that I read about several years ago was a lot of NFL players that don't normally chew, chew tobacco, either on the sideline or in the locker room before the game, just to give them that extra adrenaline boost. and not on the banned sub list that can give players a little extra motivation, uh, I absolutely believe that they're going to use to their advantage. And when I got to thinking about it, now, I've never taken a Viagra, so I can't, I can't base this off of personal experience, but it makes <laughs> sense. Um, the, the drug is supposed to get the blood flowing. It's supposed to heighten your awareness. It's supposed to increase your natural testosterone. So all of those things add up to be... To, for, for it being a major um, something that could give guys a, an edge and have them playing at their optimal level. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Well, I, I would like to say, just for all of our listeners all across Saline County, if you do take Viagra, there's nothing wrong with that. And not all of us can be as cool as James Wesley, never having to deal with that problem. So credit to you, James. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. It makes sense. I'm just saying. I, I, I believe Bart Scott. Now he said he sounds like a nut when he says that publicly, but I 100% believe him. You know, I do too. And and I believe that NFL players have tried some of the most ridiculous things that we will never hear about because they're either highly illegal or. Re- just absolutely ridiculous because they need whatever edge they could possibly get. Uh, one thing that I have done and don't hate still doing to this day is smelling salts uh, because that will wake you up. I'm telling you right now, some of these early Saturday mornings where I have to wake up at like 530 to get up and drive here to be back to Salina in time for our high school coaches show. I have twice pop the smelling salt just to wake myself up because that is going to hit you way harder than any coffee you've ever had. So I'll throw that one out there and you could buy a box of them for like five bucks at Walmart. Just saying. Now, are they made for that purpose? No, not really. I I don't think so. But so don't take your medical advice from me, but I don't think it's going to harm you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've tried it one time for the same reason. And it about knocked me to, to Colorado. Yeah. It was, uh, it kicked my butt. And I said, nope, I don't want any part of that ever again. <laughs> um, but it was more like just my buddy had some and said, hey, try this. So I don't have a lot of experience with it. So I've always kind of wondered the, the science behind it and if it's actually meant to, to, to basically be just inject this into my veins caffeine. Yeah, that's that's basically what I would call it. It's it. I've never I don't have an explanation for how it makes me feel outside of just like it's like TV static and then all of a sudden life is clear again. 
it's crazy. I don't know. But I it was introduced yeah. to me in college um, because college kids do dumb things. And I'll be honest, it, it at times it helps. That's all I'll say. But NFL players, I'm sure, have even weirder methods than that. You mentioned the tobacco and all that stuff. So who knows? Who knew we'd be talking about stuff like this on a Friday uh, before we head into high school basketball coverage? Uh, I'm Jackson Schneider with James Westling, who is uh, – Coming to us live from a toaster somewhere in rural Oklahoma, it sounds like at times. Uh, but we're making do. Um, James, before we wrap up the show, what are you most looking forward to outside of the NFL this weekend? Is it your broadcast or, or what's going on? Tell tell the people what what you're looking forward to life-wise. Um, no, I definitely think that the NFL playoffs tops the list. Uh, I am somewhat intrigued by K-State and Texas Tech basketball tomorrow because uh, Texas Tech was featured as a, a team that this would be a good time to sell high, if you if you will, because they're coming off all those really emotional wins in the last week. And uh, they play Iowa State on Tuesday in the rematch game, so this could be a major look-ahead spot for them. So I wouldn't be surprised if K-State battles really hard and, and keeps it close. Uh, last thing before I go, because I know my connection is bad. Are we going to make our super fast NFL picks for this weekend? You know what? We can. We can squeeze it in in one more minute, okay? I want the fastest run-through of the playoff picks you can possibly put together, James. Okay. No, I'm taking no, the Chiefs. No, no info, just, just the team names. That's all I want. Uh, all right, that's fair. Chiefs, Raiders, Bills, and the AFC NFC, I'm going 49ers, Rams at a super close one, and Tampa Bay. Okay. But I think they're going to have a close one, too. There All right. I, so I've got the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Bills. Or no, not the Bills. I want the Patriots. I'm Scratch that. I want the Patriots. Gut reaction. I want the Patriots. Uh, and then I've got the Niners, the Bucks, and... I'll take the Cardinals. So there we go. NFL picks super fast. And that's going to wrap up a show for us on a Friday. James, safe travels, my friend. We'll see you on Monday. And for our listeners, we will cut from our show here and get into Salina Central basketball coming up in just a moment. They're taking on the Goddard Lions. Again, Jackson Schneider here for James Wessling. This is In the Zone on Sports Radio 1150 KSAL.